Welcome to the High Speed Podcast, the official podcast of the High Speed Alliance, taking you further, faster, together. We are setting our course for freedom and legacy through mastery of business, finance, family, and lifestyle. Okay, guys, welcome to the High Speed Podcast. This is your host, Forrest Bryant. We are sponsored by the High Speed Alliance, and for our listeners, uh, clients and members and guests, maybe it's the first time listening to our show, we are all about helping our listeners and our clients develop freedom and legacy in their lives, and we help them do that by mastering their business, finances, family, and lifestyle, and we got a really great show set up for you today. We've got Damian Lupo. Damian, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing awesome, Forrest. Thanks for having me here. Uh, I'm so so excited uh, to, to get in, into, the, into this show today. We're going to be talking about a lot of really cool things. Uh, uh, self-directed IRAs and self-directed 401ks is a, is a big part of what we do and allowing our investors to uh, take advantage of, uh, you know, getting some of that money off of Wall Street and allowing them to invest into Main Street and to do all kinds of uh, really creative things uh, that it, in, in, in real estate and uh, not just real estate, but also different types of alternative investments. There's a lot of things you can do when you take control of those retirement dollars. So that's going to be a lot about what we talk about today. But uh, Damien, uh, so glad to have you on the show today. Uh, let you let you introduce yourself uh, to our listeners. Uh, who, who is Damien Lupo? Damien's the guy that you can use, either use as a warning or an example. There's, <laughs> and I say that in all sincerity because part of my process in the beginning of my investing and, and going out there as an entrepreneur was to just try a whole lot of things and, and listen and be naive about what was possible. So I thought, hey, I can build the Great Wall of China in a day and you know, I can buy a house on my Visa card, which I did. And <laughs> so I, you know, that there's, there's an example there of taking some bold steps, taking action. And there's also the part of me that's an example or not the example, but the warning when I lost $20 million in 2008 and I started over. So you can learn a lot by people's, uh, their mistakes. And, and then you can say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do some modeling because most of what we want in life has already been done by somebody in some form. And so there's this, this way for us to model that. And then there's a lot of things like I, my first book years ago was, was uh, called Maverick mistakes in real estate investing. And it was how I lost my first million. And I remember people on Amazon would, they, they cracked all over it and they said, this is terrible. This guy's an idiot. And I was like, well, you know, kind of true. And it was, it was that I was sharing my dumbness. And I think we all have pieces of dumbness when we don't know any better. And so I was just trying to help people not make the same mistakes. So I'm, I'm very open about what I've screwed up. And I'm just hoping that that's useful for people so they don't have to make the same mistakes. Trust me, there's plenty of mistakes you can make that are unique. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate your transparency and I look forward to digging into that a little bit. You know, that's one thing, uh, the community that we're building, you know, a lot of it's about leverage and it's about relationships and it's about learning from others' mistakes. So can't, can't, can't wait to hear more about that. <laughs> so, um, well, tell us about, tell us about, uh, I know you've got, uh, several different companies, Total Control Financial, and then I know we talked about Black Belt Wealth. So, uh, you know, yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you kind of preface that the way that you'd like to tell us a little bit about what you do now. Well, basically everything that I do, it comes from really 20 years of martial arts training. That's that, and it's from Aikido, which is the art of peace. And it's about blending and it's about presence. And ultimately that led into me founding my own martial art. And the reason this is important is because everything that I do is based on something deeper than just that thing in the moment. And 
And so there's there's a mission that I'm on to free people, a million people from financial bondage. And it, it's based on really the the last moments that I had with my father about four years ago where he kind of was at the end of his life and, and he, he said to me, boy, there's, I, there were a lot of things that I wanted to do. Hmm. And, and I thought, wow, I, I don't ever want to have that conversation with somebody. So how can I do something? How can I do my life so that I don't ever have that, that experience with somebody else? And, and it, it led to the work I do with, with financial mentoring. It also, at the focus of total control financial as the name of the company really kind of tells you what we do. It's about control and it's about retirement accounts because most people's wealth tends to be stuck inside of retirement accounts and they don't really have control of it. And what they've been told is really about 10% of the truth. So the job of the company, you mentioned transparency, is to be very transparent, be very open, be in relationship with our people and focus on people that are self-responsible. So Ultimately, that looks like people having control of their retirement money so that instead of having a financial advisor that you just say, hey, here's my money, and you take a big, a big intake of your, your hope. So basically, you're smoking hopium, and that's your strategy, <laughs> which is a bad idea. No more smoking hopium. You're literally going to take control, and, and we give people control so they can invest in, in things like real estate or small businesses or precious metals. or you know, There's a lot of things out there besides a mutual fund, and we've just been brainwashed into believing that that's what we're supposed to do. Work hard, beat our brains in, and then maybe one day we'll have enough money to be able to go on vacation and retire, and I think that that's a complete lie. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, I love it. I'm a hundred percent right there with you. So, uh, well, let's kind of launch into, um, you know, what we're going to kind of talk about today. We're going to talk about self-direction is going to be a big, a big part of that and and retirement accounts. So, um, you know, where do you want to start? Let's kind of, let's kind of take a 30 foot view. You want to, you want to start with, uh, uh, you know, self-direction versus what some people think might be self-direction and then kind of dig down into IRAs and 401ks. You want to, does that sound like a good place to start? Yeah, it's, it, here's what's kind of fascinating to me. So if, if you look on most big company, big institutions, websites right now, there's a lot of chatter around self-directed stuff. And it's because people are starting to become aware, hey, you know, I've heard of a self-directed IRA, I've heard of a solo 401k, I've heard about these things. And so the big companies, and you can just look them up, you'll see they have individual retirement accounts control. There is no control because you only have one option. It's called mutual funds. And, you know, they, that's not control to me. That's just a product that makes these institutions rich and it makes you old. So, I mean, that's, I, the, the idea is that with, with an actual self-directed account, you've got to be in charge. You've got to be responsible. And you really, truly do have control to invest in things. So what most people have heard of, if anything, is you, listeners, you probably heard of a self-directed IRA. And that's, that's sort of an interesting first step. The, the challenge with it is that you still have a custodian that's, that's going to be monkeying with your stuff, slowing you down, and charging you a lot of fees. And one of the things that I really want to make sure people hear is that real estate tends to be a very, very exciting place for a lot of people. And a lot of people are using their self-directed IRA, but they don't know that they're going to be taxed inside of a lot of these real estate investments now, not at age 60, but literally right now. And it's a surprise that they're kind of stuck with after it happens. And it's because of a thing called UBIT. And so if you want to Google UBIT later just to dig into it, uh, you'll, you'll learn that this is like this sneaky slap tax that will knock you off balance. And, and you'll say, wait, I've never heard of this. Nobody told me. 
it's important for you to understand that if you're going to do alternative investments, there are some unique rules and IRAs are very dangerous if you're going to do some of these things. And, and so that's, that's what I want to really emphasize because I'm, I'm seeing people that are showing up saying, nobody ever told me about this. I, I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought I was controlling things and buying rental property or you know, investing in, a, in a, an apartment or whatever they're doing. And then they're getting this tax bill. Uh, the cool thing, the good news is that it's that there's an alternative and it's it's the QRP. It's it's what Total Control Financial focuses on. So you can actually be exempted out of that tax. So there's, there's a million things we can talk about. This was the one that's hurting a lot of people. And I want to make sure the listeners know that there is an alternative and they don't have to be stuck with that tax. Because if you lose 50% of your retirement money because of something you didn't know about, that's a pretty bad day. Hmm. Mm, yeah, very, very, and uh, so what Damien's referring there is the, uh, and we've 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 talked about this uh, on on this show, and uh, my, most of my listeners should be fairly up to speed on that. But the uh, leveraged uh, purchase of, of of real estate inside retirement account, um, uh, there is there is a a, a tax on the. Uh, there's a couple different ways to d- discuss that: the unrelated debt financed income or the unrelated business income, uh, taxable income. And so, uh, uh, you know, that is certainly something that you need to uh, be aware of if you're going into uh, leveraged. Um, we've found that with proper planning that it, it can it can be it can be managed but that is one of the beautiful things of the QRP or the or the 401k is that those types of plans are not subject to those taxes so let's uh, let's let's talk about that a little bit yeah so I mean one of, one of the things and I think probably part of the conversation about managing it is because you've got some depreciation offsets that would reduce the actual pain of the tax. But my, my thought is if you're going to do real estate and you're going to do use leverage with a retirement account, just take that out of the equation. And so once you, once you move money from an IRA or an old 401k into your own EQRP, which is your own qualified retirement plan, that you just don't have to worry about it anymore. And one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is that if you have an investment that's already in play, like you've already bought some real estate with an IRA, you can actually move that asset into an EQRP. So without cashing it out, and with before you get hit with this tax, you can actually move it over. It's called an in-kind rollover. Hmm. So that's really cool that people don't – because a lot of times I think people feel like, well, I, I already invested. I'm stuck. Right. Well, actually, you're not stuck. It's just a rollover of that asset. And, and then you know, you've, got, you've got a lot of options. I mean, there's other things you can do, too, that you could, you could never do with, with an IRA. Like you can physically invest in gold and hold it. I mean, that's kind of a fun thing given the amount of – money printing that's out there and people that want to hedge their, their, uh, their portfolios against the, the dollar. So interesting things that you can do that really nobody's ever told most folks about because it's really not in their interest to tell them how to take control of their money. Yeah, very cool. So let's, let's, let's kind of uh, break it down a little, little bit deeper. So we're actually talking about uh, checkbook control of your retirement account. And so, you know, if, you, if you're listening and you've never heard about this before, uh, this is not something that you... Uh, that you, you know, watch a YouTube video and uh, try to do this on your own. You have to have a, we don't recommend uh, trying this on your own. You got to work with a, uh, with somebody who does this like, like, like Damien. And there's some other companies out there that do similar types of um, uh, check, checkbook uh, types accounts, but you have to have some professionals that are going to help you walk, walk through this and set you up with, uh, with, uh, it's a very highly regulated industry. And if you, if you, there are some, uh, some severe penalties if you if you don't do it 
uh, properly. So definitely don't do this on your own. Uh, need, need, need to work with a professional that knows and does this. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, what, what does that look like, Damien? If you got, uh, you got a, you got a checkbook that you're in control of, you're the trustee of that money. Um, you know, g- give us an idea of what that looks like. Well, it really looks one of the questions that comes up a lot. People say, well, so once I do this, uh, how much interest am I earning? And, and so my response is, I think you're looking at this more like you have turned your money over, but the truth is some, your money has been turned over to you. So what it looks like is you've got a checkbook with a checking account for your retirement money. And with that checkbook, you can go invest. And it's really hard because we've been programmed mm-hmm. to be of this mindset that our money is with somebody else all the time. And that we don't we don't get to do it. One one of my clients reached out and he said, "I feel like it's almost illegal because he just had a six hundred thousand dollar check transferred over to him." And he he said, "This is strange." And I said, "It's strange because you've been brainwashed into believing that you're not supposed to be in control." And he said, "That money's just, not real, is it? It's not real. <laughs> it's, and, and, it's not real until you can see it or touch it. That, that's it. And it, it was almost it was it was it made him nervous. I think a lot of times people aren't used to that. So it's it." This is where what you said a second ago is really important. You got to have a team. You got it's. You don't want to just have somebody that or some firm that creates something and then hands it off and says, "Good luck. Hope it all works out." Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be a mental shift and an emotional shift to be in control. To where if you make a mistake, it's on you. You don't get to point the finger at somebody and said, "Hey, you lost my money." If you lose your money, you lost your money, yeah. and and you're really in charge of doing good deals. So you want a you want a team of people that are supporting you that can help guide you and, and aren't just going to you know, let you go off and be eaten by the wolves because that's what happens with a lot of people when they get money. Like, you know, when somebody re- inherits money man, the worst thing you can do if you ever inherit money or you get a big pile is tell anybody for about a year because everybody will have a plan for you. And that means some of them aren't good. It just means there's a lot of bad people that are targeting anybody with cash and an urgency to do something with it. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, so let's talk about some of the other uh, advantages um, moving moving from a self directed IRA moving into the into the retirement four hundred one k. So you know uh, you know give us give us a little idea of you know some of the other advantages. Um, I mean, obviously you can put a whole lot more money in there, can't you? Yeah, one of the big things is you can put ten times as much money. So it's uh, instead of with an IRA, you can put like fifty five hundred dollars a year. So over twenty years, that's about a hundred thousand bucks. You're not going to be rich. You're going to be old. <laughs> with, with a QRP, you can put fifty five thousand dollars a year per person. So if there's a couple, you know, that's over a hundred thousand dollars. And so over twenty years, that's that's a lot of money as your initial contribution. Big time options for tax deferment and just really juicing your account. And, and another huge, huge thing for people is that you have the ability to borrow up to 50000 bucks out of your account anytime you want. You just write yourself a check. The reason that's a big deal is because when you actually need money in terms of borrowing money for your own personal stuff, now I'm not talking about investing your, your retirement money. I'm talking about you just need money to do something. Uh, when you need it, banks typically aren't going to lend it to you then. And that's the frustrating part. They'll give you all the money you need when you don't need it. But when you need it, they're like nowhere to be found. So you have the ability, and you, you can't do this with an IRA. You can literally write yourself a check for 50000 bucks out of your retirement plan, out of the EQRP, and then you pay yourself back. It's, it's not like insurance, like the, the cash flow or the, the uh, banking on yourself or any of that stuff. This is very different because you're in charge. All the money is going to you. It's, it's, it's a fast. I mean, it's 30 seconds. That's how long it takes for you to transfer the money from your account to your personal account. 
that's a pretty big advantage when you actually need funds and you've got the ability to tap into them. That is cool. And so um, I'm assuming just like a regular 401k, you can set up a, a tax deferred or a tax free. You, you have those options, right? Yeah, you can you can move you can have the deferred or the Roth, and the Roth is the the after tax. Uh, one thing that happens with the IRA is is people make too much money. You know, a lot of docs and dentists hit the income and where it's one hundred and thirty thousand or you know whatever that number is if you're single or married, and then you can't you can't do the Roth. You're stuck. So with the with the EQRP, you're able to have that money that you're putting in be Roth. You can also convert money you have that's deferred into Roth, which means you've got the ability to get all of this money out of the tax crosshairs of the IRS. And, and that's, that's a pretty significant deal when you can say, okay, going forward, I don't care what the tax rate is because I'm at zero forever. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And then, um, you know, you mentioned earlier, uh, precious metals and even, um, uh, life insurance, uh, there, there is a way where you can actually purchase a small amount of life insurance, right? In a, in a 401k versus an IRA. Yeah, it, I mean, there's all these different options, and so it's this is where again the team is so dang important mm. because you can do all these things. And I, one of the one of the lessons I I, um, I learned back in the early 2000s when I was doing my real estate investing, I, I love Robert Kiyosaki, and he said something that really hit me. He said, "Stop saying you can't afford something. Say how can I afford it?" And mm. so I said, "Okay, well, how can I afford a Ferrari and a, a third house and all these things? How can I do this?" And so I went out and made a ton of money. The problem is I, was, I wasn't asking the other question, should I do these things? Mm-hmm. And so with, and the reason that's important, you get yourself into trouble if your creative mind just goes off to the races and you don't really have a basis for the why. And that's, that's why I would, I would suggest when you have that power with, with a checkbook and you can do all these things, make sure you understand why, not just because it's sexy and shiny, but like this actually serves a purpose because you're going to be able to do almost anything you can dream up inside these plans. Very good. Very good. Well, let's talk about, uh, you mentioned mistakes earlier, uh, in the show. So, uh, how did you lose 20 million bucks? Uh, well, there's, there's a thing called a cliff and I went off it and (laughs) it, it was really, when, when I, in 2004, 2005, I made a ton of money because I caught a, a trend. And when real estate was going up and it was going up vertically, like 10, 15% a month, uh, I was making millions of dollars. And so I thought I was basically 10 feet tall and invincible. And so I went and doubled down, tripled down, 10x, you know, used a lot of leverage. And ultimately, every decision I made was wrong, where each of these projects, I had a bunch of projects. And like five or six projects each. I thought I'd make a million bucks and on each I lost a million bucks. Hmm. And so it was mostly because my ego was driving the ship and I couldn't write the check to match my ego. That was, that was the big mistake. Nobody was checking me. I I wasn't getting feedback because quite frankly, I didn't have any experience of going through a cycle. I didn't understand that you can be your own worst enemy. So I, I just made mistakes by thinking that everything I touched turned to gold and and unfortunately, there's a lot of people like that in this market where they really haven't been through cycles. And if you ask them about their experience, they don't have any seven or eight figure losses. That's very dangerous because they don't really understand how to see a tsunami coming. And I, I think you need to have people on the team that have been through the cycles that have, have some gray hair or no hair and, and can give you that perspective. Uh, excellent. And I'm going to, I want to come back to that in a minute, but, uh, what, what type of real estate are you, are you, are you actively in real estate now? Are you, what, what, tell me, tell me what you're, what you're doing now. 
just, uh, you know, on the, on the business side. Yeah, the real estate that I like right now is stuff that's not going to be digitized. It's not going to be uh, it's not going to be killed because of a recession. We know that that recessions happen. We know that things cycle. So I'm looking at one: is it recession proof? And two: is it is it artificial intelligence proofed? Uh, is it Amazon proof? Hmm. You know, like these, th- there's a lot of commercial real estate, industrial real estate that's going to go away. When you have 3D printing, for example, you don't need all the industrial capacity because people are going to be able to do more and more on their own. And, and so it changes things. So I'm trying to look out five or 10 years, which is really hard. But if you don't, you're going to get blown apart. Think about malls, for example. Mm-hmm. Malls 10 years ago, the people were making money. Now they've dropped some, and sometimes 90, 95% of their value because nobody's going there. They're all shopping on Amazon. So I like things where people are always going to need to live somewhere. So I like to look at that. Where are people going to live? They're going to live in smaller places and they're going to want to live closer together and connect. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that type of stuff. That's what I'm, I'm primarily focusing on, things that are sustainable long-term. Very good. Um, and some good, good, hope you guys are taking notes there. Some good, good, good value. So back to uh, economic cycles, obviously, you know, everybody, you know, we all, we all want the crystal ball to know what's what's happening, but um, uh, there are some similarities and there are some differences. Obviously, where we are now and uh, you know where we were pre two thousand seven, uh, especially you know we're kind of not just exclusively talking about real estate, but um, you know if you're just looking at, at, at where we are, so um, you know learning uh, and being going through that cycle and feeling those that that pain uh, that you experience, um, you know what. Where would you caution people uh, to be to be you know careful about investing right now, and then also I guess to elaborate a little further, you know where where do you think we are, and where do you think we're going right now? Well, I'm I am 100% certain we're at the end of a very very long bull, and the the thing is the bull is basically across the board, whether it's stocks, bonds, real estate, it's it's a and the reason I say that and the reason that this is true is because you've got so much money that's been pushed into the system that's pushed up assets everywhere. The people that if, if you're looking at investments, you're looking at things and part of your strategy is the appreciation, that's where you got to be really careful because we've, the, we've appreciated based on all of this artificial monetary printing and, and pushing up the, the money supply. And that's shifting. I mean, you've got central banks around the world that are slowing or reducing or unwinding their their cash. That's going to lead to the opposite of what we saw when they were becoming very loose, when they were printing a lot. And when interest rates are going up versus going down, expect the opposite of what happened. I mean, think about real estate. Real estate went crazy. It went up because rates were going down. When rates go up, it's the opposite. When we had this tax cut with with the Trump administration and Congress, everybody's excited. It's booming the economy, and we're at full employment, and people are sleeping through their interviews because they don't care. They can get another job because there's so much money. Well, that money, in large part, came from all these companies that were buying back shares, and they were taking money that was overseas. When that money is spent up, when they've bought all these shares, and by the way, that benefits the people that have all those options, which is really good for them, but doesn't really benefit you long term if you're a shareholder. Mm-hmm. When that changes, meaning they run out of that extra cash, what's going to happen to the stock market? All this extra cash that was pushing it and propping it up is not going to be continuing to be pushed in because it doesn't exist. That means we're looking at a correction. We're looking at a correction by the end of 2019. And it's you can always have the, the black swan, and it could be a happy swan. I mean, those things happen. 
I didn't think that this thing with the tax cut bill was going to happen. And I thought we would have been in a recession earlier, but we had it and it's, it's kept the fuel fueling this fire, but this fire is getting old. And so I think we're, we, we gotta be really careful and make sure that what you're doing is sustainable for a recession. Otherwise you're going to buy now you're going to invest and you're going to sell at the bottom when you get freaked out because the market corrects. Yeah. Very good. Good, good, good commentary. So, um, uh, Let's see, Damien, do you, what's your, uh, do you have a quote you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, and I think this is one of the lessons, um, and the quote is, is really that mistakes are, a, it's a gift-wrapped problem by the universe, and if you understand that, you start to look forward to them instead of being afraid of them. You understand that that's where all the growth lies, and, and you, you start to get excited about that process of learning through those things that we would normally avoid. Yeah, love it. Uh, so sometimes that uh, that opens the door to a lot of opportunity, doesn't it? When you uh, when you when you look at it that way. Um, what about a uh, what about a book? You got a book? I do. Uh, you got a million of them. Yeah. Which one's going to come to mind right now? Yeah. So it's uh, so there's principles by Ray Dalio and the Twelve Lessons for Life by Jordan Peterson are the are the two books that they're so dense you almost have to study these things. And if you think you're going to read it like a Harry Potter novel. You're mistaken, and you can get so much out of those if you're willing to be present enough to understand the message. Uh, very good, very good. So um, what is your definition, Damien, of freedom? What does that mean to you? It's, it's the same definition, I would say, of somebody that's fit and well. They've actually built the muscle. And when we, we, talk, about, uh, we talk about freedom, we talk about confidence. I, I believe that when you've built a muscle around doing things, it's why you can't, you can't learn to be free by reading a book. You have to actually go out in the dirt and the mud and the grime and get bloody. And, and you build this confidence when you realize that things don't kill you. They actually make you stronger. And that's, that's the freedom. You can take all the money away from somebody that has confidence, and they say, okay, got it. And, you know, just like when I lost my money, when that confidence came back, I was like, all right, you know what? I know how to do this. So it, it wasn't a big pile of money. If you, if you think that a big pile of money is going to make you free, like your 401k is going to be 5 million, you're going to be good. I have clients that come in and say, I got $5 million and I am scared to death. That's not freedom. They have no confidence because they don't have any muscle yet. That's where, that's what freedom is to me. Excellent. Uh, great, great, great comments. Uh, this, this is, this has been fun and, uh, appreciate your, your, uh, your take on things. Uh, don't go anywhere. We're going to roll into the members only uh, section here in just a minute, but, um, uh, re- really, really great to have you on the show today, Damien. If, if, uh, if, if my, uh, listeners want to get in touch with you, but what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, best way to, to reach out is, is actually go to the QRP, go to the QRP book, get a copy of that. You'll be able to reach out to me and you'll learn some more because it's, it's what we've been talking about a little bit and you'll get a little bit of behind the scenes understanding of, of this stuff. Uh, so get a free copy of that book there and, and then connect with me through that. What's the website? The QRP Okay. There it is. All right. So, uh, Damien, um, I'll give you the, uh, is there anything on the front side we didn't touch on? Do you have any, have anything you want to leave with? I lead with or leave with leave with, <laughs> you know, I, um, I, is this the members part? What are we doing now? Not yet. No, we're still, we're, we're wrapping up the public okay. side. <laughs> this, is, this is the wrap up. You know, I, I, I think that one of the things that we have to really be focused on is focus on one thing. Um, the, right now there's, there's a gazillion options and it's, it's exponentially expanding and we get caught up in chasing all these things. We're like a bunch of drunk squirrels chasing these shiny acorns everywhere. Mm. And, and it's really easy because there's always a newer, faster, shinier thing available. And it's, it, you, you have to learn how to say no. 
that's that's one of the most powerful things ever. It's not to go learn something new necessarily. It's to say no and go deeper versus wider. We tend to be going wider faster all the time and it's wearing us out. It's burning us out. So find find that thing and then cut everything else out and you might create some magic. Yeah, very good. Well said, well said. Okay, so now we're wrapping up. So uh, thanks for listening to the High Speed Podcast. Uh, Damien, you've been a great guest. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you and, so much, Forrest. Yeah, absolutely, Damien. So uh, thanks for listening to the High Speed Podcast. We'll see you guys soon. Hi, this is Dr. Forrest Bryant, and I want to thank you for listening to the High Speed Podcast. Uh, we want to remind you that the information we share on this show is impersonal and only our opinion. You should not take impersonal advice and apply it to your own situation without discussing this information with us or with another licensed professional uh, that's familiar with your situation. Um, our opinions are just that, and this show is for education only. Uh, this is in no way a solicitation or offer to sell any securities or other types of investments. So thank you and uh, have a great day. You've been listening to the High Speed Podcast. To read our blog and to learn more, visit our website at www.highspeedpodcast.com.